Welcome to the All Things Real podcast. We are your hosts, JP Hunt and Jennifer McPherson. We are a husband and wife real estate team here to chat about all things real. Real life, real estate, relationships, Mm -hmm. and more. You name it, we might talk about it. Not much will be off the table. Join us on this not always perfect journey through navigating life as a team, both professionally and personally. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Live Your Real Life podcast. Um, So, JP, this is like our fifth podcast. I think so. Something like that. We took a bit of a hiatus off it because we were having technical difficulties, but we're back. Yes. Um, so, yeah. So this one, we're going to talk about how real estate has changed basically then versus now. Uh, more than occasionally, we run across clients who have not moved, bought, or looked at properties, which is odd because we figure everybody's on Realtor.ca all the time, but that doesn't necessarily mean they know the ins and out of buying and selling a house in 2022. Yep, absolutely. And I mean, things have changed. I mean, you know, I've been um, in the business for about 14 years now. And, you know, Jennifer's been about eight years on top of that. And look at we're we've seen a lot of changes even from the beginning. Some things that have not changed is literally the good old fashioned hard work and hustle. That's always been there. But there's lots of aspects of the home buying and selling process that have changed in this whole thing. Yeah, I mean... I think I remember my parents' real estate agent coming with big giant books when he used to come to show us properties because I guess everything had to be looked up because there was no internet back then. <laughs> right. That's how old I am. And I mean, we, you know, we used to always have to, you know, print out, you know, physical maps to go to places, right? Or you'd have, um, you know, I don't even know what else. MapQuest. MapQuest. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Go with that. <laughs> now you're really dating yourself. You're looking at MapQuest. But MapQuest and then print out the entire directions because you didn't have it in your car. You didn't have a cell phone that was going to, you know, not hey, like today. MapQuest never did me wrong. I drove well, from I Ontario to Texas with MapQuest printed out directions. Yeah. Never got lost once. Well, no one was there to verify that. But <laughs> anyway dog but yeah but yes there was there there is lots of ways that things have changed and i mean i guess you know we can start at some of the more obvious ones in terms of how important like a a good online marketing presence is for any for any home now right but i think i'm gonna go back to i think even if somebody's bought a house in the last 10 years but they bought it as a new build and say they're first time home buyers and they bought it as a new build well the process is completely different well yeah i know you're absolutely right with that too um, you know, they're, we're looking at different ways how to even prepare houses, right? Some of the stuff has, is the same. You want, you know, you always want your home to show the best and all of that kind of stuff. But you know, that online presence is, is key now because everyone think of it. Everyone's looking at stuff on realtor.ca or whatever else on their cell phones at night, on their iPads, all that kind of stuff. Well, nothing's a secret anymore, right? Everything's online. Every single thing, like your neighbor, will not be able to hide that they're selling their house, even if they don't put a sign in the yard because so many people are on house stigma, realtor.ca, all of those things. And, you know, and we talked a little bit about this in the last podcast too. A lot of people think that they know everything now just because they know bought and sold prices. And, you know, the thing was, and I've told people this before, I said, if my value to you was 
literally giving you a sold price, then I have zero value to you. Like if you're a real estate agent, their only value that they're bringing to you is that they can show you what something sold for. Then that is not valuable at all anyway, because it's something that, again, yes, that is something you need to know and you need to know true things, but you have to be aware. A lot of the stuff, house stigma and all that kind of stuff, they don't have complete data, but only giving us something like that to somebody is, um, it's part of, you know, the service that we can do as a real estate agent, but not everything. Well, I mean, sold prices is part of doing uh, what we call a CRM, comparative market analysis. Uh, and, you know, that's going to tell you what the houses in the area sold for, which is basically still, you know, giving you the sold prices. We always do it. We always tell you what the last house on the street sold for if you're going to purchase a house or if we're listing your property, we're going to tell you that because we're want you we want to manage your expectations properly right and the other thing too that you know we're able to see now are a lot of it a lot easier and because we are so active in the market is trends is the market trending up is the market trending down is the market sort of trending sideways whatever it is that kind of stuff is we have all that information available at our fingertips and we are lucky we belong to a brokerage that we share a lot of information with one another in there which is very key because it helps us keep on top of a lot of trends so we're getting information from you know 10 to 20 people whereas you know someone else might just be getting something from one person and different cities have different trends so yeah that's no, something sure. that uh you know sometimes the public tends to forget right but you know, a lot of people think, look, you put a sign on the lawn, someone's going to show up at your door and, and buy the, you know, buy the house. And sometimes you get lucky and it is, it happens it, quickly. It can be right. But if you, you've always had to work, right, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, you've you always, always had to, to put in the work, the time and the effort, because if you weren't, you were, even if your house sold, you were leaving money on the table. I promise you that. I think the biggest thing that's changed, JP, correct me if I'm wrong, is so now well, let me back up. Back when I got my license, and I'm sure when you got your license, we did all our offer negotiations in person. Yeah. In Shocking. person with the sellers sitting at the table, yeah. you negotiated with the real estate agent yeah. face to face. Absolutely. And you got things done right away, right? When I, or when I very, very first started, we used to fax the offers back and forth to everybody and people would have to scan them and they would have to, you know, get their home scanner that hasn't worked for five years working at home so that they could scan something, sign it and send it back. Or I would be scanning it in my home office and sending it to them and we'd be going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And I remember clear as day, I, you know, a very good, uh, a good friend of ours who has a business in Mexico City. We were buying a house with them and they spent basically, you know, half their time in Mexico City and half their time here. And he looked at me one time when we were doing the offer paperwork because, you know, the offer had been through a couple different fax machines and scanners and whatever. And he said, this would never be acceptable in Mexico. We could never do a deal like this. And, you know, in Mexico, he's like, I, you know, I could never run my business like this. And I was like, I know it's kind of crazy, but so now what we've done is, you know, the Ontario government um, legally now has allowed digital signatures. So that's been a huge plus in the market because now it's kept um, all of these offers very, very, you know, visually clean. Yeah. We used to have to send two offers to the banks or the lawyers a lot of times. We'd have the real offer, which had all the signatures and all the fax machine stuff on it. And then you'd have to send in what was called a clean offer because so they could actually read it and know what the actual details were of it. Um, so we I mean that kind of stuff has been a huge positive for the industry because again, it saves everyone time, but it also saves, um, it also just makes things more professional and easier to follow when you're dealing with multiple, you know, dealing with back and forth on offers and things like that. But you know what, even though, 
okay, yeah, positive for the industry that we've, you know, come up like this. I, I personally, I kind of miss those days when you presented in person. Because you know what? You could not get away with saying, okay, we're presenting at five because this happens to us. You submit an offer presenting at five and oh at seven another new offer came in well if you're presenting at five and I'm sitting in your seller's dining room then you could be damn sure that that offer is being presented at five it's true we do see this you know a lot where it's like okay you have to register your offer by five and we're, I'm presenting at six o'clock for instance and you know people now are like oh well maybe I'll wait maybe I won't do it then or whatever it is and all this kind of stuff and it, you know presenting in person did stop some of that um delay tactics or sort of funny business that happens outside of people's you know realms of control and i think this podcast is slowly turning into jennifer and jp's real estate rant yeah no kidding <laughs> just a little bit we were supposed to talk about what's the difference is um so i mean i look i mentioned at the beginning you know the the social media or slash the you know the online marketing presence professional photos are obviously you know they're a must you have to have a virtual tour you have to have proper room measurements all that kind of stuff is, is, you know, at the bare minimum. And you see so many listings. I mean, everyone that is out there looking at homes, you know, even online, you can see so many bad ones where you can't tell what the home actually is because the pictures are so bad. They're cell phone pictures. They're this, they're that. Um, or there's no room measurements or anything like that. Yeah. I mean, I think these days it's more important again, because there's no secrets that everything has to be clean and, uh, and just because there's, lack of inventory and I know years ago we went through a time when there was lack of inventory uh no for sure and I mean but you think of like negotiations used to take you know several days in a row it'd be like well here's your offer and here's 24 hours to think about it and then oh 24 hours later they'd come back with the counter offer then you'd give them a counter offer and then everyone a counter offer right now it's like it's very very rare right it doesn't matter where people are in the world you can get a hold of someone even if they're on the literally the other side of the world. It's, you know, it's yeah. 10 hours until they wake up if it's in the middle of the day, right? Or whatever it is. You can, there's no excuse now for offers to be dragged out over days and days and days and days, generally speaking. There's a very, very rare exceptions. But a lot of times we have people that are like, well, we want two days, you know, to think about it, right? And it's like, well, no. Why would you give someone two days to take your offer, basically, you know, you know, shop it around and see if they can get something better, right? Wow. There's no excuse that someone can't get a hold of somebody within a reasonable amount of time. We'll talk about the 48-hour irrevocable in our real estate rant podcast that yeah. we clearly need have some things to get off our chest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, and I think too, um, you know, the face-to-face. -face, now, JP and I we really still do the face-to-face. -face. We have a number of clients uh, who are maybe not so technolo technologically savvy, got it out. And, uh, you know, we will, we will print the paperwork off. We will go through it with them. We will, you know, un you have to understand what you're signing. Yes. You know, I can't stand, we had uh, somebody come to us a while back, say they were selling their father's house. The father had passed away and the real estate agent just forwarded in the paperwork and expected them to sign it without explaining anything. Yeah. And um, to me, I just think that that's taking this new age of uh, non-personal yeah, like customer service yeah. to it's a terrible level. I don't like it. No, for sure. And I mean, it's, 
no matter what it is, whether you're signing something electronically or in person, you have to understand what you're signing and understand all the paperwork. It's not just, oh, here, I'm the real estate agent and I'm the expert, so you shouldn't question me or anything like that. It's 100% you should be questioning because you're dealing with a lot of money and you're dealing with a house that you need, you know, people need to understand exactly what they're signing and what their expectations are once they sign that paperwork. And it's respect, JP. Could you imagine if somebody, you know, if you were not a real estate agent and that real estate agent that likes to call her on the phone all the time ended up getting her listing and all he did was send her a DocuSign and say, fill that out. And she didn't even know how to work DocuSign. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's just something that it's out there. A lot of, you know, people want to negotiate over text messages now or emails or all that kind of stuff. And I mean, look at, there's just, that's, you know, partially the way of the world right now that, that we're in, you know, we're coming hopefully knock on whatever would that we're coming out of this pandemic and everything like that. But, you know, hopefully we do get back to a little more face-to-face communication with things because again, it made things a little bit easier. Everyone was clear on what was happening and you were able to get deals done in a, in a timely fashion that everyone was happy with. And there's trust, right? You know, yes. we all want to trust who we're working with. And for us, it kind of works both ways because we have to trust our clients as much as they have to trust us. Yeah, absolutely. We do. And it's, you know, we, I guess that's the, you know, the, from, from 14 years ago or whatever, when I started, you know, the hard work that, that was taken then is still now the hard work is never going to get replaced. That's something that the hard work, the hustle, the getting out there on the streets, the actually going there. But so many people now are just trying to do everything from their cell phone or their computer. And it's just, you're, you're basically, you're, you're, you're a robot almost that kind of thing. And yes, a lot of real estate information is available online, but there's nothing to be said for actually getting out there and getting into a house and physically, you know, meeting people and doing it that way. Yeah. So I guess at the end of the day, uh, what we're saying is there's a lot of new technology that has made things easier, but if it's not easier for the clients, then, you know, go back to the old stuff, have them sign the paperwork in per- in person. There's nothing wrong with that yeah. because don't, re- don't forget that client maybe who's lived in her house for well, how long has your mom lived in her house? 40 uh, years. Like, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. 40 years. Yeah. Yep. So she hasn't bought or sold a house in 40 years. Do you think that we should be sending Carolyn? Carolyn has now made it, as mentioned, in two of our two podcasts. Po- she'll, she'll probably <laughs> never hear her name because I don't think she knows what a podcast is. But maybe uh, one day she will. But if somebody sent Carolyn a donkey sign, she wouldn't know what to do with it. That's my my thing. And you know what? She's not going to she's going to want that personal attention. So we do that for some people. Um, others do not want it. Millennials, they don't want it. Send me a donkey sign. I'll sign it when I'm ready. That, you know, and that's fine. We work that way too, but things have changed. Some for the good, some Some not for the good. Not so good. Depends on who you are. Right. But at the end of the day, hard work will always win out. How's that for closing? Word. Word. Thank you for joining us on our podcast. If you'd like to find out more, contact us. Please just go to our website, www.huntgrouprealestate.ca.